Hey, are we doing this? Yeah, but the we got to. <laughs> Welcome to Not Another Not One Small Talk, where you and your friends get to listen to us talk about episode seven this time. And other things. Other things might be included in that. And other podcasts, D&D, or Patriot-related. <laughs> Hopefully no more Patriot the movie I mean, I don't know. by Sounds Mel fake Gibson. To me. We've moved on to Jarhead. Yeah, we're, I, we're, we're I done. I don't think I've seen that. I one. haven't either, so we're not talking about that one. Uh, <laughs> no, just wait. I'm about to turn this into just a Stranger kidding. Things fan cast. Wait, hey, I'll I, be there with I you. Mean, I could talk about that. No spoilers. No spoilers. Sam hasn't watched it yet. True, but true, true. we'll start, for fun, talking about this episode seven of our podcast. So kind of every week we want to ask, uh, what we was your... podcast? We do. Yeah, we do. Wow. Have every like other Wednesday. Also, who are you? <laughs> I'm the DM, and my name is Keith. What's up, Keith? Hi, Dad. How are you, buddy? You have a question for us? I have r- a single question Okay. for each of you. For each of us. Uh, what's your favorite moment from episode seven? I knew this question was coming and I didn't think of an answer. <laughs> I was told, <laughs> Alex looked me in the eyes and said, you're going to ask this question every, every time <laughs> I didn't we even think of an answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can okay. always tell us who you are while you think oh, of yeah. an answer. Oh, yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex. Uh, my favorite part of episode seven, um, honestly, was probably the scene where Chase with uh, Josh warmed <laughs> up uh, Carl with like oh, going yeah, up and down his body. all over him. Because that scene at first, I was like, dude, I thought I was going to, he beat me to it. I was going to use prestidigitation. Sidious was going to do something cool, finally do something awesome and help his buddies out. And Barry jumped in and I was like, oh, wait, that's, that's cool. <laughs> like he kind of all over just this fire drake bearded dragon crawling all over the seven foot bugbear. Yeah, that was cool. That Josh was my... got his exercise that day. Yeah, oh yeah, he did. He got his steps in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I didn't mention in the episode that I definitely once once again cast my my speak with animals oh, yeah? ability to just like direct him. <laughs> just be like, my, my ankles are getting cold, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but hi, I am Chase. Uh, not your boy, but you're not getting what I am until the next episode. So, <laughs> why are you being so secretive today? No, that you, you leave him wanting more. That's how we keep getting these listeners. That means his list is running out. Yeah, I, I feel like he's, no, just, I mean, he's like, that, I'm not going to save the bangers for the small talk. Y'all heard it here first. Oh, Chase yeah. doesn't care. I mean, I care. <laughs> Chase, not a man of the people. He's not. <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 bourgeois as fuck. Uh, I think my favorite moment. Uh, it caught me off guard. I had this scene planned. I was ready to confront Carl about giving booze to a child. And then, then Keith just walks in and says, oh, no, that's well within the law. That's perfectly fine. It's I was like, well, D&D. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was just funny because I, I was so excited and ready to take the moral high ground to have the rug ripped out from under me. And just Carl, your reaction to it, it was hilarious. It was also very entertaining to watch you not after being confronted with the information yeah. that it was legal not waver at all and just keep going <laughs> because your brain's still not fully developed uh but uh, my favorite part is uh, it's a, a little weird to say that it's my favorite part but uh i really enjoyed 
uh, the catastrophe of me rolling a sequential nat one and a seven on the percentile <laughs> dice because it's it as a as a player like whenever you get those you you want highs or lows like the middle numbers is just like yeah, nothing, really, nothing yeah. really happens so like even though it's awful and like this whatever this creepy crawly in the sewer is could legitimately murder us like it's always so anytime you hit under 10 or over 90 it's always like just an exciting moment so like even though i'm terrified at what we might be facing i was i was a little like ooh, what's gonna cap it? Yeah. <laughs> it it's crazy how in dungeons and dragons dice literally tell a story because had you not rolled a nat one and then rolled a seven on the percentile dice episode seven wouldn't have ended the way that it did like yeah. it, no, things, it wasn't supposed to end it, that no, way. Exactly. That's, like, that's, the, the other fun thing about doing that is that, you know, there's only a 10% chance that anything yeah. super bad is going to happen. There's only 10% chance that something super good is going to happen. And so the DM usually doesn't expect it. So it was fun to roll, to say, yep. I got a seven and watch Keith go, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now have to, I think we paused after that, like in the recording and like had to take a second or two to kind of decide what the next couple yeah. steps were. you guys don't want to listen to me go, um, okay, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go through my notes, find Two a suitable minutes. monster. Fuck, yeah. fuck. I like it. What's up, everyone? My name is Sam Allen. Uh, oh my, yeah, my, my name's Andrew and I play Carl, by the way. I, I forgot to say that. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I play clickbait uh, the world's most okay spy. Uh, my favorite scene from episode seven was definitely once we all got down into the well and uh, Sidus <laughs> was trying to magically like. <laughs> I don't. Oh, oh, this is gonna be. I, I don't know how I want to say this. There's no good way to to say this. He wanted to uh, expand the hole, <laughs> the and, click hole. No, I wanted to make him smaller. I wanted to make Carl oh. smaller. Using disguise self. Oh, and we. This. I'm a dumb person. Yeah, we just went way too deep into a conversation yeah, we shouldn't have had the, in the, the first place. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. Keith said there's a click sized hole. And, and then some, some things happen that you will never hear yeah, right, in it, the yeah, actual yeah. recording. Yeah, we said some things. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> along, the, along the lines of expanding clicks holes. So. <laughs> anyway, I, I about. so Sidus is trying to magically like solve the problem. And then. Carl just rips just the entire rips It's like, hey, you know what would be great if there was just no problem? <laughs> he just ripped it. He just ripped it away. You know what would be great? There was no great. And, oh. oh, yeah. And Alex had a whole little, oh, that's great. And then everybody just moved on. Yeah, I I'm like, even hear what it. the fuck? Did you say that? Yeah, I don't I, remember saying I booed. that, but I probably did. I oh, booed I at you in the background. Knowing me, I probably said that. Uh, yeah. I hate that. So, so my favorite part? Okay, here's some... Sam, when Sam yeah. like succe either successfully literally deceived me or forgot something. So when Ophir asked you or said like you're looking into other agents, like you're the kind of the upper echelon inside person who's spying on the spies. You're the double agent. Yeah, did well not the bad one, but the good one. Okay. Did you forget that's what you are or did you were you literally lying to her face? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, okay. That's could, all I have to say about that. No, keep it a secret. That's, no, that's, far, no further questions. I'm just going to say, oh, he literally it. said it, and I almost was like, Sam, no, you are that. And then, <laughs> and then I was that's like, well, awesome. maybe he's lying, so like roll deception. So 
He rolled high enough? And he it did. It doesn't so matter. You rolled high enough that you don't have to answer this question in small talk. Ah, uh, Yeah, I actually... <laughs> that was the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came up with some questions for, like, to ask you guys, and one of them was, who do we think the double agent is? Because I was convinced it was Hank, but now being presented with other information... That that question has probably already been answered. It's absolutely not Hank. I I, I no. will I will go ahead and say I don't think we've made it clear before that Hank is a character that I, that I played yeah. in a past uh, campaign. Actually, in two previous campaigns, yeah. uh, we kind of made two different timelines in this world, and I played Hank in both of them. Um, he would never. <laughs> okay. Okay. You don't you don't know that Hank though. Oh. This Hank yeah, could be different. I, this is the the Hank that has that Keith's got the control of. Yeah, that we would have problems if you so deeply perverted my character. <laughs> I have the power. That, <laughs> I, I have the power to make that a problem. This is why the multiverse is so unstable. <laughs> See, it's got to be Timory though, because how the fuck do you not have dope ass arrows in the middle of an apocalypse? Oh my god! Not even try and attempt to make me my spear harpoon gun. Oh, that was the guy you were talking to at the bar? No, 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 no. The Timory was the, the guy that we were uh, at the armory stocking up with. Okay, Lunir is okay. the one at the yeah. bar. Okay. I will so say, if you rolled high on the percentile, we would have come yeah. up with something. <laughs> but yeah, it's for sure Timory because he tied a rope to a broken exactly. spear and called it a spear gun. Yeah, he, he was trying to get me killed, I'm, I'm sure. He also just doesn't know you, my man. <laughs> yeah, but who can look at my lovable bearded dragonborn face and not just want to give me everything. So I have a question for Keith specifically. Okay. Uh, Andrew rolled a seven on the percentile dice. That is kind of now what we're going to have to deal with in episode eight. Can you tell us what would have happened if he had rolled a 97? Um, if he had gone the exact opposite of what? Actually, the exact opposite would have been a 93. I, I would. Whatever it is, yeah, 93. I would, but there's still a good chance in the next, like, couple episodes you roll that 97. That and is I, true. I can't, that I can't is ruin true. it for you. That is true. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to roll that high. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Our, our luck is, is uh, not There is uh, exactly Someone, the same equal chance to roll that 93 that there was to roll that 7, y'all. That's, that's true. That's how this works. I, I, want, I, I, I one time in a campaign, like, probably four years ago, uh, not with anybody in this group, I rolled a one on a percentile dice, but I was kind of still new to the game and didn't know how to read it. And so I told the DM I rolled a hundred because that's what it, that's <laughs> oh, what it looked no. like to me. Yeah. I wasn't trying to deceive him. I thought it was a hundred. Oh. And so like this amazing thing happened. And then like, the next week or two weeks later or something, I was like watching D&D and I realized how you're supposed to read the dice. It should have <laughs> been the opposite yeah, of what happened. And I came back to him and was like, man, I didn't mean to, but like that was, <laughs> that, that was a one. He was like, well, it's already canon. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it just goes back into the, the idea that there's so many, like this is why this is my favorite, one of my favorite things to do because there, it's, completely up to chance what yeah. happens as you progress especially with the way that you've kind of designed uh the expe expedition side of this campaign that every single time that we go out into dangerous places it actually genuinely feels dangerous with these percentile roles and it makes going out fun 
because it's dangerous. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's always that, like what we're about to see, like you said, it's no fun if we get the 60s and the 50s and the 40s. It's more fun if you hit the 10s or the 90s. Although, Keith, one request. I know it's a middling value, but please do something special for 69. Please do. No. Uh, we, get a de- we get a deck of many I'll, things. I'll think about and it. And we all draw the wish spell. Oh. Uh, but it's it, like, as as much as we're saying like, oh, it can be fun to roll, to roll this low, there's also every chance that like this encounter could fuck us up and exactly. us not be ready for the actual point of this expedition, which is to go to the manor. Yeah, it's always fun to have combat encounters, but you guys aren't going to be able to long rest in a sewer at no. this climactic moment. That's you. are right. You're right. That's, I, 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 I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little. I feel betrayed that you didn't give me a secondary little little guy to kill so that I can use my uh, my other feature to make extra attacks. Yeah, I feel like this is on purpose. No more heavy weapon master multi attack <laughs> level four. Uh, so my question is actually for Alex. Okay, I'm. I'm excited. Give it to me. So you kind of just said something that inspired me. What do you what do you think Sidus would wish for if he got the wish spell? What do you think he would ask for? Okay, actually, real quick, that's one of the user (laughs) questions I was setting aside for the next small talk. Are you Uh, serious? Well, it's if your character had a wish spell, what would they each ask for? Let's. I mean, it's let's use it now. Like, yeah, yeah, let's just let's just do that, and I'll. Move on to the other yeah, I love eight. it. Sam, you asked a question, but wh- who is the user that's also pondering this? Let me actually scroll back and find it. Sam just stole your question, whoever yeah. you are. I, I, no, I that promise. means that it's that good of a question a to ask. Yeah, I promise I didn't check. Y'all go ahead and answer it. Once I find it, yeah. I will shout them out. So uh, if Sidus had the wish spell, if Alex were the one that were making the decision, I think that I would wish for Sidus to be a bard. Uh, I actually wow. had that thought. Like, how could I make that happen? But I don't know if that it would was, even be. It was flammed. Yep. Flammed. Shout out flammed with this question. This is a great question. If Alex were the one answering that question, if Sidus were, uh, the most important thing in his life right now is trying to uncover these secrets that he perceives are in this book. That is that is his motivation for everything that he's done for the past couple of years and for the past six episodes, seven episodes. So he would wish to better understand this tome that's in front of him. To actually know, is he chasing after something that is wasting his time, or is he genuinely have the answers that he thinks he does? It's a good answer. Thank you. You're welcome. I came up with it on the spot. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I do forget the stipulations of the wish spell, but... I guess to bring it down to the core of the question, if Barry could wish for anything, it would be, you know, turn back time, be back in his old village with his family, all fully intact and alive, living fun, and like having a good old time on the farm. And you would have the knowledge that something was coming, right? If you wished it it correctly, you would have the knowledge. Okay, yeah, following the actual (laughs) rules of the spell, yeah, it would be that Barry was there to like get everybody out in time. Yeah, and you were able to protect and save people. That's awesome. Andrew, what would Carl wish for? I mean, at this point in his life, he's just kind of starting out on his venturing and figuring out what he wants uh, to do. So I think it I think it would just have to be just like, if it's truly a wish, 
uh, than just wish for the power slash ability to uh, protect the the people that he the people and things that he loves. I, I'll go ahead and grant that wish now for you, buddy, because you've already <laughs> Carl has proven in time after time that he's been able to protect us, which is good. Sam, you asked the question, but for Thlamed, what would Click wish for? Uh, Click would wish for uh, that he could, probably that he could remember his childhood. I, I think that's that's the that's the big one. There's. Have you explained? I, I, I this is the episode seven small talk, so it's been a long time since I went back and listened to episode one. Have you made mention of the fact that you have no memory of your childhood in the uh, podcast? So on the podcast, yes. In game, it hasn't come up yet. So okay. No, so yeah. the, like, Sidus doesn't know yeah, that, Sidus but Alex know, but Alex knows. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, so that's that's crazy. I forget that even Alex forgets that you don't have a childhood. Yeah, and it's it's been one of those like I've only known you guys for two days. I'm not going to bring up my literal lack of <laughs> childhood trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's childhood stuff you don't know about Sidus. And yeah. obviously, if, well, well not with Carl. <laughs> <laughs> You're living it. <laughs> uh, Keith, if you had the wish spell, what would you wish oh, for? No. Or maybe are, one of the NPCs. We stopped if you doing want this. My, yeah. You can't ask pick an any NPC. personal questions every time. Yeah. Okay, no. pick an NPC. Let me read you the thoughts and desires of an NPC. No, I don't want to pick it. Someone else pick it. Mm, Hank. Josh, no, 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 Josh, no. Josh. <laughs> that's what a great would Josh one. Okay, yeah, Josh. Is, is that that's a great one? That's he literally wants, he wants another, he wants another nasty grub. grub. Yep. Just wants a single nasty grub. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. That's the right answer for that. Sweet. He's a good boy. Uh well, since we've kind of already started the user questions, the next one comes from Charwolf from the Discord. Sweet. Which, shout out Charwolf. What's up, Charwolf? And also, if you're not on the Discord, uh join us on the link tree. You can join and ask us these questions and we will probably get around to answering them in a small talk <laughs> also please please post pictures of your pets yeah, please we, we love pets yeah honestly that's half the reason i like wanted to do a podcast is so we could make a discord with a pet channel and that's not creepy i promise no uh but this one is for keith which keith i think you might have you you kind of answered this already in the discord but i thought it'd be fun to kind of go through and maybe pick out a couple specifics uh but what is a mechanic from pathfinder 2e that you wish dnd 5e would steal uh, I just like, honestly, I think Pathfinder is more fun. I like Pathfinder a lot. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to acknowledge that. <laughs> so read the question again. What's a mechanic from Pathfinder 2E that you wish D&D would steal? Keith's answer to this question in the Discord was yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say I've never actually played the new edition. I've only played Pathfinder, I think it's 3.5 or is it just Pathfinder? No, it's just Pathfinder. Yeah, it's basically, a, it's more similar to D&D 3.5. But I love skills and I love how high you can get skills in Pathfinder and how customizable your characters are. I love the magic items in them are a core part of your character and like looting. It feels more like Diablo than what 5e feels like if you play Diablo 2-3 where Shout out. you find cool stuff on the ground or you kill someone and they always drop loot yeah. and the loot you get is part of like who you are and how powerful you are yep. and it turns Dungeons and Dragons into a little bit for me like a little more of a video game when it comes to combat where you really do want loot yeah, and you well, go and yeah. find cool yeah. magic items. 
when it becomes that's my favorite it, thing it, probably it, it very quickly for me pat like D is very fun as as like uh adventure uh dungeon crawler kind of thing whereas the pathfinder stuff that i've played in the past is it, it turns into a much more like mythic epic level kind of stuff more quickly because you know I, I think i think the highest highest level i've ever gotten was like maybe probably eighth level or something like that and, and even at that level I I had I had like a plus I don't, I don't remember I had like a plus like 17 or 18 to a skill and then I also had uh uh like uh weapons that added to that so like I legitimately rolled above 40 wow. multiple times See Holy I've shit. never yeah <laughs> I've never played Pathfinder but there are so many there's at least from what I've been seeing there's a good portion of the population of TTRPG, because this is what happens with us. Our first one is always D&D, because that's the core tabletop game that everybody likes. And then we start experimenting with Power by the Apocalypse systems. We start experimenting with the 3-5 Pathfinder systems and 2E and ICRPG. And we find that 5E is cool, but there are cooler things out there. Well, like the the... The whole point of 5e was that they kind of distilled and simplified yes. mm -hmm. all of these other concepts down to where your beginner player it, could understand. 5e is legitimately brilliant. It's like a the, good what, game. Don't who, get me wrong. Uh, I forgot the name of the guy, but the guy who spearheaded. Gary Gygax? No. no it, not Jeremy the, Crawford, that's maybe? It, Jeremy, yeah, that's Jeremy the name Crawford. I was thinking of. Shout out um, Jeremy Crawford. How <laughs> they pioneered 5e to have all of the fun of a complicated deep studied D&D &D tabletop game, but have all of the fun and accessibility as it has, I I couldn't do it. Like yeah. I, I, ha I would have to make something so complicated to get as, as much engagement as people can get out of 5e, which mm -hmm. in my opinion is a lot more simple. But it doesn't, time, it never like, feels simple. Yeah, and then anytime like we want to try and make a modified game system, it's always like, at least when I try it, it's always 5e based. It's like, all right, so you're not really going to use acrobatics in whatever this homebrew is. Let's change that to, I don't know, yeah, that, something else. I, that's all I was going to say. Is if, yeah. if you're playing in a 5e campaign and you are like, wow, this this feels like super restrictive and simplified, it's probably your DM's fault. <laughs> and like one cool thing that, specifically when I started playing with Andrew and Keith, that like you pointed out, that I had just never thought of before was just taking intimidation and instead of making it charisma, making it strength-based or something. Yeah, just doing things that make sense. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's the best, the most important thing I think people should take away from 5e is that this is, a, this is your foundation. This is a structure. You don't have to live in that house. Like you can add or remove anything that you want. 5e should just be like what you, your foundation, a couple of your important supporting beams, but you can take any piece or remove any piece and add it to this and it still will be fun. Similar to like my big strong scary guy wants to be intimidating but he's ugly. He's like, not charismatic. Yeah, which so actually Keith, it my big sense. strong scary guy wants to be intimidating no, he but doesn't. he has a low charisma. Barry's a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, Barry's too. <laughs> Although nice. technically if you want you can. I, I always accept charisma to strength intimidations. I was about to say he, he probably wouldn't use it often. Hmm. <laughs> 
But on those rare occasions, he is a he is a dragon. I thought we did change that for you. I I feel like we might have mentioned it, and then I just actually forgot to have that conversation with Keith and all the planning leading up to the podcast. And now here we are, seven episodes in, and I still have my intimidation (laughs) as a charisma at minus one. Oh gosh, yeah, no, I I have I I have a plus zero to charisma, and I already I changed it to strength. And I know I'm not unique in this, but how I always separate it is that if you walk into a ballroom and try to use politics to blackmail the governor, your strength is not going to work. That's a charisma intimidation. Yeah. If you're trying to threaten a guard to get into a city gate, absolutely like flex your muscles at him. So there's it's, it's, it's a it's a structure. Yeah. DMs should it, be but flexible. If, but if you get that guy in the ballroom alone, then you might still be able to flex. Yeah, you might. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might. Then you then then we talk about it. And and to the audience, guys, don't be afraid to stretch your wings and play other things than five E Pathfinder, Monster of the Week. I played mm-hmm. Titans Grave. Yeah, Titans my, Grave. My I've heard so many Shout good things about Starfinder. That's Starfinder. Like one of my, it's one of my favorite. I don't even like sci-fi that much, but the system is so clean. And I, I hear so many good things. And yeah. there's, I mean, there's a resurgence of the old school Renaissance. This uh, resurgence of like the second edition yeah. that is that is gaining steam. One day I want to for bonus content, pull you all through some old school Renaissance kind of stuff yeah. and, and play like people back in the 80s would have played with some extra stuff added in. Oh, like, yeah, like Lord of the Rings, high yeah, fantasy. like oh, high oh. fantasy. Because the that is my qualm with 5e is that I love the idea, like what you were saying, is your loot matters. That your loot has a strength bonus to it in it or your breastplate has or you get magic items consistently that add to who you are. I like that. I think that's a cool concept. I will say that that as far as Starfinder, I did love that. Anyone that plays Starfinder, we were talking about how like change the rules to make sense for you. We did that with the uh, Starships Um, in the game. It's specifically, it's very specifically specific about you are not, do not allow your players to sell their Starship if they like hijack one or find one or something. Uh, because starships are worth so was, much money. And, and we were I like, fully, that doesn't make sense. We I, should be able to sell it. And so we did it, and it absolutely broke the game. <laughs> I did not DM that campaign for the record, because I, underst- I understood yeah. how broken it would be. It, but, it was great. Like, we, we, I yes. think we were four sessions in? Wow. And we were we like level we, five, and yeah, they have good loot that you can purchase. So we sold a starship and we're like, okay, well, I'm now God. (laughs) (laughs) Not to that exact level, but when we were playing in the pit, like I always, I love giving out gold. It's like, yeah, because loot's cool as hell, but also I want to give the the players a chance to buy exactly what they want if they can. So after every mission, I was like, oh yeah, you find, (laughs) roll a D12 or something. Like, oh, you found 10 gold and 20 silver in this one without having a good concept of, Oh, gold is a one gold is a lot of money. Yeah. So when y'all went and were like, we want a battle wagon, I'm like, we never finished that campaign. I, oh my god. In my head, I had a moment of, can I price them out of this? Looked at a sheet of like just in the player's handbook or the dungeon master guide. Said, I cannot. They have the gold for all this. <laughs> I think this is eventually going to morph into a like a battle we, wagon attack we, campaign. We wanted to be land pirates. We yeah. did. We'll but, get back to it someday. Yeah. My my guy, you're missing a key 
concept. You control the prices. Like if Yeah, we, but also that's no fun. Just, oh, y'all have this dope-ass idea. You have the money to back it up. There's a guy who claims he'll do a custom wagon in this a big, bustling center of city and industry. If I just say, nah, fuck your cool idea, that's <laughs> not fun at yeah, the table. That is true. The, the yeah, that is true. The options are either... I can I can arbitrarily price them out of this and not let them do the cool thing, or I can create cool encounters that challenge them even yeah. with this cool thing. Yeah, and like there's a there's an obvious there's better an obvious. option there. Yeah, can we turn uh, this misty campaign into a battle wagon campaign? <laughs> can we make a battle <laughs> wagon with a? Oh my god, we can create like a wagon I, with a crystal I on just, it and I would just like, drive it around. I would like to point out we've been missing a huge opportunity. Carl would not do this, would not think of this, but Andrew's thinking this the whole time. We keep walking through a ghost town where everyone left their shit. As soon as they could, like there are empty houses full of stuff that we're just passing every time. We yeah, like the what he's saying is, why don't you guys loot? I, like, use this disaster for your own personal Absolutely. gain and loot <laughs> my city. Yeah, like, that's okay. Nothing, nothing, no bad repercussions, but happen. That's why. That's why okay. I said Carl have not has not suggested yeah, Barry that. Barry just like, wouldn't. Like yeah. he would, he we're, would. We're stop. going to the ritzy side of town well, where this manor is. Okay, hold on. I'm the only person in the group that doesn't have a crystal now. Because you are well, protected by the mist. Yeah. You have a y'all crystal. You have a crystal. Well, I don't know that, but you know that, that yeah. you're protected by the mist. And he's no, gesturing to Sam. You did. Sidus might, that might be something fun to try and see if we could find Sidus a crystal. That might be fun. Eventually. Like, yeah. we're not going to be able to do that yet. If but. we're just walking through the city and just randomly like, oh, our protection got yeah. bigger when we passed this house. Let's pop in. Detect also, magic? I, I, question mark? I, I, I will say about that specifically that... In a scenario like this, where the protection crystal for the city went down, nobody left that behind. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. You have a good point. I, I feel like through kind of role play and letting you guys talk about it, the crystals in this world have seemed like there's a lot of them because of where you guys are going and how powerful the people you're talking to are. Joe doesn't own a crystal, and even like Lord J- Balkan Joe <laughs> doesn't own a crystal. So they're. It's only the, the top one percent. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. My guy Bolkin. Bolkin don't a, got no crystal. He, he doesn't own a crystal. I mean, he probably doesn't. What? Uh, I don't know who Bolkin is. Do you? Oh yeah. By the way, shout out MV. MV. Thank yeah. You. Let's go MV. Oh, MV. I hate this. Never stop. Yeah, no, I, I'm not signing on until I understand. I really don't understand. Okay. I don't yeah, understand either. Do. But I've is decided it time, time to explain MV? Yeah. No. Could you? No. No. All right. Like, Next small talk. Just you know not. Not super one to shout out the plantation, Sam. I'll, I'll beat talk. it. I'll beat it out of them. Next small talk. We're just gonna. We need to just decide that MV is something like truly awful, and that way he has to defend it and tell us what it is. <laughs> uh, so what's the next question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit me with another. Do, do one of y'all have a question? We'll break up some of these user questions. I got a if question, y'all have one. Since yeah. we were talking about it, uh, I guess to this side of the table. Which what, he, which he just pointed Sorry. at to myself Chase. and Chase. Uh, you got to pay extra to get the uh, video for this. It does not exist. Yet. <laughs> it You're does have not. To play a, a whole lot that's, more. That's why you have to pay for it so we can afford a camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None uh, of for, us have smartphones. It's all flip phones from the 80s. Yeah. For people who DM or people who have an opinion about DMing, since everybody can get involved, when do you actually put on the mean DM gauntlet and tell your players no? Whenever Alex gets on a massive <laughs> metagame kick, it happens every fucking time. And I, I let it slide the first time. And I think I mentioned it in a previous either small talk or a previous episode. 
where as a baby DM, I gave him a fucking Luxstone, the Nalzer's pigment, pigments, all these badass magic items. Because it was a party of two people. It was a very small group. It's like they need a little bit more beef. But holy shit. I didn't uh, need the beef. I was a bard. Yeah, you I were didn't already. Need it. I just wanted it. I was greedy. Any time I put an encounter that wasn't directly combat related, I just want to persuade them that we're cool. Roll like persuasion a, a with disadvantage. It's like a 5 plus 12, 17. Oh, they rolled a 6 because on Because 5e is not conducive to having a plus... 15 at level three you know yeah, like no. it, it it gets broken at that point yeah um when do i tell the players no um i when i try and fly I, over an encounter that did happen whenever we want to bring along the goblin npc y'all did try to bring and but he didn't say no i didn't yeah. say no he said please uh, stop he said I everything said, but i tried no. yeah, i a- begged wholeheartedly <laughs> let me let me give some context i, I have run <laughs> Curse of Strahd a couple of times for different combinations of people at the table. We've never finished it. But with this group, I had this awesome first encounter planned. Everything was great. And what do they do? They find a way, as always, to bring along the cute, snuggly goblin NPC. I I would like to point out, though. My G? Gorp? Gorp, yes, Gorp. Gorp. And I had to give him a stat block and everything. Gorp was not cute or snuggly. He's an asshole. He was a dick. I made him a mean guy on purpose. (laughs) Gorp. So no, I don't tell you no. I just get passive aggressive (laughs) about it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That was so funny about it is that like we liked him and then you kind of you changed his personality a little bit to be to like try to make us not like him anymore. For <laughs> reference, we were just like no, 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 no. He didn't get passive aggressive. It just got full on aggressive. <laughs> it did because in, in that campaign, I was playing a witchy woman kind of mystic vibe. Oh god, yeah, oh, that, that was, was awful. The Seer Haze. That was weird. And like Gorp just got complete misogynistic. Oh like, god, it was so. Sad. I remember that asshole. And when she stood up for herself and like. Like attacked him, quote unquote, but like didn't deal damage. Just threatened. basically, yeah, threatened, threatened, and said, "You got to fucking stop, or you're gone." Uh, she woke up to, with a knife at her throat the next morning, and Gorp about to try and fucking kill her. It's I like, remember that. So yeah, he was a bad guy. He kept rolling real bad, so he kept getting bad rolls. But we also ended right before the redemption arc. Yeah, we there was a nice. He was being nice to you. He was trying to redeem himself as a person. Try to be a little less of a piece of shit and then we like, quit. He had a tie-in with one of y'all's characters. I think Sam. I don't was, remember. Me. Yeah. yeah, where like Sam's character and my character are the side, like off to the side, just like, don't kill him. Like, I think he might be able to help me figure out the secret. And I just remember I was like so proud of the, I won't hurt him, but I sure as fuck am not going to help him. No, I, just want, I just wanted to pretend him he didn't exist because he carried a whip. Yeah, <laughs> he did carry a whip. I, he was I a made fighter. him. I made him kind of cool for y'all. On it was purpose. incredible. Yeah, I, 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 there was, was a give a, and take. He was a real homie to me. We did. I, <laughs> one of, one of my favorite moments that campaign is that we did completely destroy a shop just because the shopkeeper was a dick to me. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we y'all did. Did we beat him up? Y'all. I, no, no, you beat up happened. his nephew. Yeah, you beat up his nephew. On y'all. Okay. Because I, I wasn't in that like particular encounter. To be clear, his nephew was not like a little kid. His no, nephew no. was like a giant adult person. And, and let's, let's be clear to the people that don't understand Curse of Strahd. Curse of Strahd is... Juicy. It yeah. is supposed to be 
and if anybody ever looks into it, I highly suggest playing it. It's an awesome uh, set or campaign book that's actually by Wizards of the Coast. It's the best one. But you do need to make sure that it's one of the oldest ones too. It's from it's from the eighties, and then they redid it back in like two thousand sixteen. Make sure that whoever you're playing with, you have a conversation about trigger things, because mm-hmm. written as is, there are some things in there that yeah. I j- real gross. I the, took out. I yeah. took out. You we, know, we, there were some things some obviously to play that character, kind of misogynistic. Maybe looking back, probably not the right call. But at the same time. Yeah, it, it added character to him. And it gave the option for growth. Yes. To tell yes. that story. I, he wasn't going to be that way the whole time. Because that, that, that's that's not fun for anybody. Yeah. That was just to punish us for a minute. Just for a hot <laughs> minute. <laughs> yeah, just for a little bit. So, we got a user question, Chase? Or are uh, we all out of user questions already? Uh, those are the ones I set aside for this one. We got to hold on to some for the next one. Okay, so one more question. Okay, okay, I'm ready we'll, to get. I think we'll dip. So, Alex, you've you've mentioned a few times that like you kind of wish you would have made Sidus a bard. Kind of, maybe. So here's my question. Okay, our our foursome starts a band. What instruments are we playing? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, okay, I got to think about this one a little bit. I feel like Sidus is a piano synth player. Like, I think he's too small to play bass. Which is what Alex would want him to play, but he's like the synth player. Well, it's got to be like medieval times. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, all right. Let, let, me, let me. Let me. Tell, tell us what types of instruments we can actually choose from. Um, you got to have a like a lutist. What's a? I think that's uh what's played these days. You definitely need a drummer. Uh, you need someone to either sing or recite over what's happening. And you'll also need someone to play like a wind instrument of some sort. It can be like whatever you feel. Um, you I'm gonna have say, the blow dart. You should do the wind instrument. You, yeah, it that's like what I was doubles yeah. as like a little. I like that. Flute. Let's yeah. say okay, okay. One person assigned one person something. So yeah, Chase, I got Chase. You, use drums. And you, yeah, it, we know uh, you just assigned click his. Yeah, you flute. assigned click. Oh, I did. Dang it! Dang it! Yeah. Dang so it. click you assign Carl, and then we'll just go go around the table. Ooh, this is a good idea. And then we can yell at each other for doing the yeah, wrong Yeah, and then you guys can just argue okay, it okay, once okay. you're done. Uh, Carl is going to play bass. Okay. But it's oh going to be God. like one of the big like the, Like bases. an upright like an bass? Upright, yeah. yeah. But, for, but for Carl, it's like normal size. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can like I hold it. it sideways. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I hate this so much. I'm so viscerally upset that I'm not the drummer. I'm a fucking barbarian. <laughs> Raging on the drums is like the barbarian instrument. No, we're no, arguing after base, this. We're arguing after this. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta shout over each other. At How Gene Simmons, Flea, there's so... Dude, I can think of so many Whatever. energetic and throwing just, it around. You take the bass and swing it at somebody's head. If we're yeah. talking about in the form of a band, can't all go instruments. Barry is the lead singer. No, uh, yes. I don't know about that dog. I don't know who, who's who's the front man of the band. Okay, so uh, so you Josh. you get to you get to pick uh you get to pick. That's what his I say. Yeah. So he's, he's the, the vocalist, he's the leader. So we have a flautist, a bassist, and a singer. Okay, so, so what am I? Want, so you want Carl to be the drummer and the lead singer? No, Barry's the lead singer. I'm the drummer. Oh no, you're the bass player. He, he is signing. No, he's which, saying what yeah. I want. Man, you yeah, guys I'm got the shouting over each other. Oh, order so, wrong. Oh yeah, you gotta wait did. until Chase yeah. assigns it and then shout over. Okay. Each other. Shout. So what am I? What am I? What am I? You have the mage hand thing. You got to be the drummer. Okay, I can Kicking be the drummer. Yeah, the, yeah. Dude, ooh, ooh. that would be good. I it love the idea of him needing mage hand to push the bass pedal. Yeah, I would have to because I'd be too short to get to it. So 
Sam's a flautist. Basis. I'm, I'm Carl's Carl. the bass He's player. Apparently. Barry's singing. He's going to be like the Walmart yodeling kid. Oh, <laughs> no. So we're definitely a country band, right? Yeah. Have we to would be, have to. Yeah. Be. Okay. We would Southern have to. rock, please. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can get on board with Southern rock or like yeah, uh, yeah. gothic rock. Yeah. Gothic Ooh, country. Yeah. Only with a yeah. flute and a bass and singing and yeah. drums. I'm going to see if I can cook up something. In logic, uh, all with right, just so those four things. Me up okay, sweet baby. Now yeah. go around and name what you want your character to actually play. All right, rapid fire. Uh, piano. I don't want to go next. <laughs> Fucking drums. drums. <laughs> Singing. Honestly, I think you got it right <laughs> in the head. Barry, Barry. I don't know why everyone said you're the drummer. We would fail because he has a minus one charisma, was, but he would get up there was, and yodel his heart out. such personal bias in that you're a drummer in Yeah, real Chase life. is a drummer in so real So everyone life. was like, oh, you're, but like, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about your character. Yeah. I'm the one that did this right. You did. <laughs> so, uh, Sam, do you have something for Click now? Uh, Click would play the trumpet. Okay. Yeah, there we go. I would like to make one it. deviation. <laughs> if we can double up just because he's singing, he would also like play an acoustic oh, lute sure. or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. You could be the acoustic. Yeah. Oh, now we got uh, a real band. Now we got now we got all sections of the band. You're telling, all right, all right, you're telling no. me Clicks isn't a sax man? Oh, I, he can play the sax. Bro, <laughs> your theme song is saxophone yeah, too. You're saxophone, sax. baby. Good, yeah, like like the audible. famous saxophonist Bill Clinton. <laughs> and with that and with that that's been episode well it's been small talk episode what two now and uh, we'll then, just say small talk seven yeah small it's talk seven, get very yeah. confusing uh, yeah small talk seven uh catch us next week for episode eight hey. is coming out yeah hey. yeah hey. so hey. uh hey. yeah Tell the people where we can find. Oh us, yeah, y'all need to know where we're at. All right, that, so, throw that to in Chase Alex's house at. No, not this time. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give too much away, but there is a fun little coincidence that on the way to Alex's house, uh, we cross. There are two streets that share a name of two of our players. You, yeah, you pass an Allen and the Harris Street on the way here. I've not noticed the Harris yeah. Street. The, the weirdest thing is that the street number is actually a social security number. It's crazy. Yeah, it and, is. Which, which, if you which, can figure it out, you, you got, got a it. debit card like, pin. Yeah. You got it all. You got it all. Now, yeah, I realize a debit card pin and a social security number do not have the same number of numbers, but you'll figure it out. You'll, you'll be able to figure <laughs> it out. But digitally, where you can find us, at on Twitter, at NanoDND, on TikTok, at NanoDND, on Instagram at none of that one. And if you want just the amalgamation of all those links, our YouTube, our Facebook, everything, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of it can be found at our link tree at linktr.ee slash not another nat one. Uh, there you will also find an invite link to our Discord server. So come join our community, get into the questions for us channel and ask us questions that we can answer in a future small talk. Yeah. Name our band. Yeah, yeah, help us name our band. Yeah, awesome. name our yeah. band. I will give you a free emote response. <laughs> yeah, on social media. Uh, so also say what what instrument you think that our character should have. Ooh, yes. yeah, make our band for us. So yeah. thank you Tell guys. Tell us why we're wrong. Yeah, because we were very wrong. Thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time.